He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. This is Uru Pounamu, a talk series collaboration with RNZ National and Moana Radio in Tauranga. Join me, Justin Murray, Māori language kayako ngairo iruera and Moana Radio host, Te Kehukehu Pātara, as we discuss, analyse and unpack kaupapa or issues affecting Māori in this forever-changing modern world. Fakarongo, 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 ake te tangi a te manu a te ma tui, 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 Kei aku whakatai tai ki te whenua, ki aku ihorei, tēnā koutou katoa, ko tatu mai uh, i te reo karanga o te taihana nei. He mihimahana kia koutou katoa, kua, kua tāhuri mai uh, ki ngā kōrero. Mo te wiki, no mai haramai. Welcome back to the show i te whānau, ko Justin Murray tēnei. Ko au te, te kai tiraiwa meki o ngā tapu-tapu i roto i te wharei tiraeraka nei. Ko koe te māngai ake nei. Te kaiurungi o tō tātou waka. <laughs> Nō reira, tēnei te mihi kau atu ki a koutou. Ha, kia ora. Ngā mihi o te rā ki a koutou e whakarongo mai ana. Mm. Koutou i tahuri mai o koutou talingai ki whakarono ki ngā kōrero kei mui o tātou aroaro. Nō reira, ko kehukehu pātara tēnei e mihi kau ana ki a koutou. Okay, now you who na maunga, hore titi, hore tata, a big or in my now go to Taringa, ye na, a tugune nafcaro, a wanangane nafcaro, no my hockey my get the fare runanga oru paunamu tene wiki, tuatahika mehikiaque, kaiti tsue hine justin, a fakamato neo pukinga ka, rapue que, tetahi mihi mihi, fakatairanga itota taureo, fakataita yake te mona fanui. Kia pāpakura wa i te kuku i a koe, tēnā koe kai te tuahine. Kia ora tātai. Tēnā koe, you know, kai te, kai te whai kaha hau ki te whai i a kōrua tapu wai. Ne? Kau e whai mai. Oh, he, he kehua ke te ne, karakau he tapu wai. Kai te hiko e au ki te pauri. <laughs> um, now, Pātai of the Week i te whānau. Inspired ah. a little bit by that uh, tērā momo reanga uh, o Twitter. Kia hatu kupu Māori mo Twitter. Um, our question, how should non-Māori learn pepeha? I'd like to start off with any of our whānau who mm. don't quite understand what a pepeha is. Shall we start there, Mato? What, what is a pepeha? It's like the registration plate on a car. <laughs> it describes who you are, where you're from. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting mm-hmm. one, this one, especially if you're non-Māori. To me, it, I, see, I see it as a way for non-Māori to connect mm-hmm. to our culture, uh, to our maungas and everything, especially if they're living in the area. Otherwise, how would they describe their pepeha? if they don't actually use, like, <laughs> mōau, awanui, uh, you know, Right. So, um, yeah, that's a very interesting one. Mm. Uh, sometimes it can go real deep. 
Det er jeg selv, men det er mere fint som Maurice. Mange af Maurice bedre, når jeg var der, jeg var der i dag, jeg var der i dag, jeg var I'll just read um, a Twitter uh, comment from Rev Chris Hudiwai, and you know Twitter is a bit of a public forum, so I might I think you know this would be okay to to read out on the airwaves. Um, so Chris Hudiwai said these non Māori academics throwing around Pepeha is getting really old. I don't care how connected you feel to mountains and rivers, to claim these as your own not only cancels the local no hapu and iwi, but also claims a relationship to me that you do not have. Don't do it. I sat down with Reverend Chris Hudiwai to talk about that tweet. What made you tweet that? What was the genesis it, of that tweet? It was sort of like one of my... Um, I suppose one of the quirks of my personality is that I don't have like a middle part. Like, I'm either, like, really happy or really sad. There's no real in between. So there's no sort of middle part. And the middle part's where you'd sort of, like, filter things, eh? So I was, I was writing some stuff for my Masters, and I was reading some academic papers and watching some uh, sort of conferences. And without fail, every single Pākehā presenter who was presenting at an international conference started off with pepeha. Every single one of them. And if they weren't presenting, then it was written into their papers... Um, and that annoyed me because it's not a tool to be used as like the dusky maiden buzz, eh? Oh, look how quirky we are. Look at this. We've got this cool little thing over here. PPR is the sum total of our identity as a people. And when you play with that, you're playing with identity and therefore tipuna and whakapapa. So I was having a bit of a moment. It was a hard segment that I was working on when I was writing, so I wasn't at my best. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was literally sitting in the library in Tipuke. Uh, my wife is from there and we were visiting whānau. And I was just like, oh, I'll chuck this up. I'll, ch- I'll chuck something angry up. On my personal account? Yes. So I can't get in trouble. And it was the crazy thing was I never knew it was such a sensitive subject. Like, straight away people jumped on it. Eh? A lot of Māori were, like, keen on it. Um, but a lot of Pākehā were jumping on there and being... Like, one dude was telling me that my head should be boiled. Oh. Like, he, he said, if, if you were to say this in front of the, the Māori people who taught me, they'd boil your head. And I was like, excuse me? A Pākehā fella saying that to me. And I think why it, um, why it hits such a nerve is because for so long it's sort of been our starting point. So, like, you take a real class, right? And yes. what's the first thing you do? Yeah, you do your paper. And I understand that because you've got to introduce yourself. Um, And, you know, all those amazing real teachers out there and tikanga teachers are doing a wonderful job and they don't have the time or the resources to go through the nuances, eh? The subtleties of what pepeha is actually about. So in that classroom for that time, kei you do your pepeha and you go hard. Mm. Māori mai pākea mai aharana, you, you do you. But as soon as you step outside of that safe context, outside of that safe space, then you have to be okay with being challenged or wow. with people talking to you about it. So if I see someone, I was at a Wailanga recently actually, um, and a person said, and I was like, oh, this is a lovely pepia, lovely, lovely. And then carried on to say, call such and such taku maunga, call such and such taku awa. From the homeland? No, 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 from, from here in Aotearoa. And so what do I do? Straight away, walk up that person on. Talk to me about your whakapapa. Tell me where you're from. What whānau are you from from that region? And they couldn't. And that's an issue. If you can't back that up, then I think that there's a problem. And I think it's actually 
um, a pretty hideous act of colonization. Because the last thing that we have, Pākehā, come over here, colonize us, take our whenua, take everything you want from us. The one thing you can't have is our identity. In doing pepeha without the necessary hovering or wānanga, you're colonizing the last thing that we have. And people might think that that's a hard line to take. Mm. But when you go out there and, and, and if you say, you know, ko mōau te maunga, you're not saying that mōau is a maunga that you feel connected to. You're making an intentional act of connection to me and my father. And in right. doing so, you're colonizing that space. So there are more layers to this kōrero. Mm. Let's start with ngairo, piao whakaro, tuku. Mm. <laughs> How can our non-Māori whānau out there learn things like pepeha, taonga like pepeha? Aye. Uh, it was actually a really good partai, to be honest. Um, it's something that I go through quite a bit uh, as a kaya called El Māori. Yes. Um, having non-Māori, uh, having tauiwi, tauira in my classes, for me, it's a it's a mechanism, it's a language mechanism, for want of a, a better term, um, to help articulate their connection uh, with the environment in terms of the maunga, the awa, where they grew up, where they feel grounded uh, in terms of Aotearoa here, in terms of where they come from if they're an international um, student and a recent immigrant and they don't have that, they don't feel that local connection yes. as, as of that time. Um, you know, that's also part of the process. And so really it's, a, it's just um, getting them to acknowledge who and where they are um, right now and how they feel grounded um, in terms of their history, in terms of who they are. Um, there are deeper layers because you get whānau that, um, you know, they might be a whāngai and, and there's no record of who they are in terms of their own whakapapa. Um, so, you know, it's trying to find a starting point for them. So how do we deal with that? Mm. If they start doing a pepeha from the people that brought them up and yet it's not really their pepeha, how do we go about that? Yeah, interesting. <laughs> well, I'm t- I'm, I mean, the word whāngai, now we are putting restrictions around, it seems, around the notion of whāngai. Because whāngai, for me, that is you do not put that adoption kind of mm. construct within whāngai. Whāngai is your whānau. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's another little thread there, Matsua, that I can think about. Ngāiro? <laughs> Probably just take a backward step um, and sort of... Uh, re-engage into this whole conversation. So if you think about the kupu pepeha, you, you'll find um, translations, quite literally translations, saying things like tribal-based, tribal saying, for want of a... a oh, here I go, for want of a better Are term. you breaking down the kupu <laughs> itself, or is it just the... Um, the, the... Ko te pepeha he, he erua na aronga. Um, it's, it's, well, it's, I'll, I'll say two-sided for now, but it's, it's, it's a bit more multifaceted than that. So... Aside from me saying it's about an articulation of your relationship with the environment and where you feel connected in terms of the whenua, the, the sky above and, and, and everything else, there's also a part in it in te um, where we don't actually, you know, we don't, it's, it's cautioned going outside of your own rohi and, and using things like pepeha. Pepeha are, are more about kōrero aiwi, more about... If you think about that, that term tribal-based, it's more about 
letting everyone know who you are, and it's it's uh, it's it sort of rides a fine line between being um, proud of who you are and being a little bit boastful. When you go outside your rohe, let other rohe talk about your pepeha. Let other rohe talk about your manga and, mm. And, mm. and acknowledge who you are, acknowledge who you are by talking about your manga, by talking about your awa. Haere mai he manuhiri ki runga ya tāua ki i runga ya tātou ki tauranga mona. Haere mai rā koto e nga maunga whakahi e nga waituku kiri, nga parikārangaranga. Uh, nā tātai i a tāua, you know, we mihi te maunga, we mihi te wai, we mihi te tipuna. Um, so kaua tātou e, e haere ki waho ki te, uh, ki te whakapeha peha, ki te pepeha. Um, so pepeha may not actually be a, a fully accurate term in terms of um, what I like to do with my tawira and, and around trying to ground them first. This is probably hard to find a kāko reo Māori who doesn't start off with who are you, where are you from. Yes. Ko waiahau, nō heahau, ko waikwe, nō heakwe. Um, these are these are like um, fundamental up there with R E E or U, mm-hmm. uh, and this is how we teach the language because that is the first step in um, learning Te Reo Māori is grounding yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? Because who we are as an individual is not important in terms of the the Māori view, but who we are connected to is what's important. But then someone who is non-Māori who mm. doesn't get that yep. and stands up, say, at a conference held on the marae and says, you know, ko maua o te maunga, ko tauranga te moana, mm-hmm. um, and they were born and raised here and generations of their whānau have lived in tauranga, this is all hypothetical whānau, that's okay? I'll answer the question with a question. How can we see when someone stands up and says, ko maua o te maunga, ko tauranga te moana, we can, uh, if they're Māori and we know they're Māori and we know they have whakapapa Māori, we know instinctively that they are, are speaking in terms of connection. They're not speaking in terms of this is mine, it's not yours. How come we can't think of that in terms of that same relationship with non-Māori? Okay. They're not actually claiming ownership. They're not mm. actually claiming mm. property rights or mana whenua. If we can sort of just nicky nicky that um, that viewpoint to the side. I think we we just have an easier landing place in terms of accepting that. Okay, they're actually speaking about their relationship. Uh, bueno, um, this is my view, viewpoint. This is how I teach uh, yes. my tawira. I agree with that. I think it's just about letting people know where you're from. But there would be people out there that wouldn't agree with it because mm. the fact that they're non Maori. Tēnā kōrua. Um, okay, whānau, now we've got quite a uh, bit of uh, feedback on this pātai mm. and uh, we'll go through the comments. Thank you, every, thank you <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> Lovely. Makes our job much more easier, so to speak. <laughs> e hōma, kwa tau mai ai te urupaunamu. Okay, our question at te whānau, how should non-Māori... Learn pepeha. Uh, I'm going to head to the comments right now. Maya Farikura, Namihikia Kwe. Pepeha, do not discriminate by nature. They are an affiliation with the environment that you acknowledge to be Turanga Waiwai. Anyone who has an intimate relationship with the geographical phenomena such as Maunga, Moana, Awa have the right to affirm this relationship through pepeha. Uh, at some point in time, the majority of people migrated to New Zealand, whether by plane, waka or ship. Based on that nationa- rationale, uh, to deny people pepeha would be hypocritical. Well, I agree with everything Maya said. <laughs> uh, yeah, the connection to Papatua Nuku Kitamona. Kwe nei ke ngā mei yahu mai 
ya iu matua kore. Kale tai te karo, a hako kouai a hako nuwhia. It, it does pay to, to look at, a, at some of these terms um, and understand them from what your perspective is because, you know, my, my view is, of course, different from others around uh, how we use pepeha, how we engage with pepeha. It, I mentioned before that um, pepeha, perhaps, in terms of some of the feedback we're receiving, may not be the the actual term people are talking about. So you've got other things that are closely connected with pepeha, like mihi mihi, tātai papa, just kōrero rero wānanga. These all sit in closely related bundles <laughs> in Te Ao Māori. Um, so does everybody have the right? Like I think what, what especially what Chris Huriwai was saying is mm. uh, he singled out non-Māori um, academics, which is a group of people, um, and therefore being um, certainly inferring that this is inclusive or exclusive. So it's okay for everyone, no matter... What race? If if I just look at the the comments purely, I'd, I'd say he's got a bit of a beef somewhere. <laughs> no, just in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you got to take you got to context is everything. Yeah. Um, he's obviously trying to make a point with some people. In my mind, Pepeha, uh, as I say, they they have a very specific purpose. Yep. Um, and as I mentioned before, there are cautionary notes around use of Pepeha. Um, so there's time and place where Pepeha is Pepeha. And then there is time and place when pepeha is, is um, kehu mentioned, sometimes a little insulting and a little bit overbearing. So. Mm, kia ora. Yeah. I'll just go to one more uh, Twitter comment. Uh, this is from Tangata, Furni- Sorry, Tangata Furniture. That's his name on Twitter. Tangata <laughs> uh, in response to Chris Huriwai's comment, he said, in a world that advocates inclusivity, mm. Pākehā adopting Māori pepeha should be encouraged as it draws us together. We want Europeans to accept Māori culture and at the same time shun them when, for trying to understand us. Where is the logic? So um, <laughs> it was the other... And I kind of had that for Karo too and we first discussed our uh, Uruponamu this week, mm. uh, last week. We discussed it and um, I said, well, hang on. Taihua, we want to say, you know, me akui te reo Māori to everyone, but yet there's just, some restrictions around just this. this but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, te tahi wahana ne. Yeah. You know, but um, <clears throat> if you're going to learn uh, te reo, well, everything goes with it. You know, and this is part and parcel of it, the pipeha. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think it's dangerous to exclude whole uh, <laughs> whole groups, <laughs> uh, especially um, based on um, on whakapapa, whether you have it or not. Mm. Um, I think there's a danger, and in, in you know, some people may not may not see it that way. Um, I've always been an advocate. You know, kite ora to tatareo me me fangai kite hunga e hihiana. If our language is to survive, then it must. Um, be divvied out or shared with those who are enthusiastic um, and are of the same sort of whakaro. Tēnā, tēnā kōrua. OK, finally, let's get back to the Facebook page comments. Tahu Pōtiki, Tayaroa Scott says, as a tutor of Te Reo Māori, this is one thing I encourage my students to do and I found that they already know about their tribal boundaries. Uh, where their ancestors come from, they might not have a maunga, or a marae, but they do belong somewhere. I always tell them that state and their pepeha either start with the highest point in their tribal boundaries or the vessel that got them to where they originated from. I sort of put myself in the shoes of non-Māori. Yes. Uh, my, my background, my whakapapa, goes back to Scotland. So if I want to find that whakapapa and I get sort of put down naming places as, you know, my connection... It's probably be the same thing as these non-Maoris 
what they're doing here. And all it is is you just want to acknowledge your whakapapa, mm. acknowledge where your ancestors come from. And to me, that's Scotland, the highlands of Scotland from the Campbell clan, mm. you know. Oh, so I go back and I look around for that whakapapa and I found it. Um, I haven't got yet to sort of make contact with the, the people over there. Or yeah, um, the Campbell Fano, eh? Yeah. A clan. Is it a clan? It's a clan. Cla- Campbell well, clan. Well, I suppose like a, it's a hapu, eh? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> a whanau hapu, yeah. Because yeah. mm. they all have them, eh? You know, the Stuart clan, the McDonald clan. Murray clan. Um, the whole lot. They're all there. But I think that's what they use the word clan, eh? For their whanau hapu. Yeah. Ah, neat. So I don't see any different. If I want to go there and um, I hunger for it, to know that side of me. And if somebody comes along and says, Hey, hey, Taiwa, hey, he had a hooky, 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 Just to take on some of the other whakaroa around um, not agreeing with non Māori using mm. pepeha. Can you play it off, Karo? Can you play it marama Karo? Can you play uh, even whilst I understand, I don't, you know, don't necessarily agree with it, but yeah, no, definitely taking their points on board. Kia ora, tēnā koe ngairo, matua, he kōrero au? I still go back to um, Maya's kōrero. Uh-huh. You know, they have a connection to the, the taiao, ki te ao whānui. What's the problem? Mm. I, I th- I th- I'm not sure if it was in those um, Tiho comments or, or I read it somewhere else around, um, you know, there are ways that we can shape our non-Māori learners to use um, facets of things like pepeha, facets of things like the way that Māori do introduce themselves um, with different tātai and that, you know, things like... Um, and, and, you know, if you've done te reo Māori, you, mm. you learn these these types of techniques and uh, narratives, things like i whānau mai a hau, uh, i raro i te marumaru o taranaki, engari kai uh, te marumaru o maua o a hau e noho ana i nāne. You know, those sorts of techniques um, still um, deliver for, you know, deliver more or less the same sort of uh, narrative, the same sort of purpose. Mm. Um, without leaning over and stepping on people's toes around using specific key things mm. like whakapapa and that. E Should Māori learn pepeha? Uh, if so, how can they navigate that, the use of such a, um, a taonga? Because I'll be honest, sometimes I get a little bit activated around you know, non-Māori using and, and the way they use um, our taonga, like te reo Māori, like uh, knowledge of tikanga and things like that. Um, engari, kia pono taku kōrero ko te tahi waku tino kaiako e hari te Māori, uh, one of my sort of superstar kaiako um, who helped with my knowledge of learning te reo Māori. Um, he was a bāga and, um, and ah. his, his, schools, his skills were he, he was a, a language linguist. Uh, te uh, he did all oh, the kākano yeah. books. That's and, right. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful man, um, you know, ngāwari, mm. whakaiti, yeah. and, yes. and the way that he would um, treat te reo Māori and his knowledge of te reo mm. Māori, um, you know, was exemplary for a young fella like me, you know, big hupe nose and, <laughs> and trying to learn everything in, <laughs> in a single afternoon uh, so that I can be a bit of a puta mōhio nowadays. Mm. I look at that example and I think, you know, the knowledge he had, the things that he was that were shared with him in terms of the knowledge he held and the esteem mm. that he held it with and the care that he took with it, uh, you, I just couldn't fault anything around that. But, you know, my experience in, in years since uh, around some 
non-Māori and Māori and their use of our taonga like te reo Māori and their knowledge of te ao Māori um, just mm. gets me sort of to the point where some of our whānau are thinking, you know, hey, 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 you shouldn't be using pepeha. Sometimes I've, I've seen awesome example of Māori and their use of, of pepeha and the way they... Um, you know, they use it to grandstand and they think, oh, bro, bro, you know, you know bro, who taught, you, who taught you those styles? Because, you know, in te ao Māori nowadays, it, it's, there's, we're, we're, we're an iwi whakaiti. You know, we, we have a huge focus on humility, um, care, manaki, things like that. That's who we are now as a people in general. In general, in general yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until Saturdays when uh, Futsal Portal starts up and then it's all on, you know, we go, we go feral again. <laughs> So can we I think if I, I see Māori uh, and um, if I see non Māori using Tonga like Pepeha, um, I'll, I'll have an internal gauge. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll lens it in, in the way that I've um, become accustomed to. Because it's not appropriate. How are they using the Tonga? Yeah. How are they using the knowledge that they've picked up? Um, is it respectful? Is it you know acknowledgeable in the does it acknowledge in the most appropriate form that they understand in terms of um, our understanding around these being taonga? Yeah, and is that an expression of a student's journey in te reo? Like they may do enough te reo to, you know, make them or help them to have, a, you know, a basic understanding of te reo and learn their pepeha. As you mm. progress through the reo, it gets more hōhonu ne. Mm. Aye, well, so... <laughs> It's not just peculiar to Te Reo Māori. Every language has a, um, a stage where the culture seeps in because yeah, it's, it's yeah, about yeah. How it, it, it then trains how to use that language more appropriately. Otherwise, you just um, relegate Te Reo Māori to be a transactionary tool um, and the language just becomes transactional. Which is kei te pai if you have an iwi out there that speaks in that way, but um, Te Iwi Kōreo Māori is, is, is um, beyond just transactionary. Um, use of te reo Māori mm. um, You know, there's uh, eloquence There's subtlety, there's nuance, there's layers Yes Aye. Tone of voice, as I say this with my tawira <laughs> all the time Ko te tangi o te reo <laughs> You know this little kōrero eki? It has about five different tikanga <laughs> And you know what's different about each one? The way you say it yes. Exactly yeah. Layers, and uh, you know, and that's with any language Te hau te kupi mō tuta tihau Tihau Kore nuance, kore infliction, so we don't we don't, don't understand, understand no. um, the context of Twitter. So you know, sometimes I log onto Twitter and I'm, I'm but uh, it's just oh gosh, I can read three comments and already negative mm, straight mm. away. That's why he called it away. Yeah, I don't know what Twitter is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even use my phone. <laughs> uh, going back to Pepeha, I've been around and. Some kaumatos don't even go that way to Pepeha. And you know straight away where they come from with the tauparapara they use. And sometimes people don't even start with the tauparapara. They go straight straight into a patere. It describes and lets you know where that person's from. Mm-hmm. You know, so like Nairo um, said, you know, you use them at different times. Uh, but commonly I've heard people use tauparapara. People have come up to me and says, oh, why did you use tauparapara? Mm. Oh, well, I do the tauparapara, and I know those people, as soon as they hear what I'm saying, they know where I'm come from. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Tēnā, tēnā kōrua. Um, okay, whānau, we've got um, our last segment of the show, which is called... Final 
सुफकार क्या चिपत हो Final fakaro for me. Okay, pepeha. Pepeha for me is about identification. Aha kwa kwai. I don't mind it if non-Māori use pepeha. At the end of the day, the environment is the environment. I don't think anybody should claim that that part of the environment such as the moana, the awa and the maunga, you know, belong to you. There are there are other levels that uh, Nairo has spoken about in terms of you know going into the hohunu tanga, uh, which I suppose for me you know kia mama keep it simple te fano kuera oke fakaro just kiss it ne ai ai kia ora ai ai who's next tautoa Justine kia hau nei na me chuguna te hoi ho kia rere out the gate out the gate and let it go. Otherwise, yeah, we're putting a restriction on mm. on our non-Maori people. We're saying, yes, all good, embrace our leo, but don't use this, you know, and I don't think that's part of us as Maori. Mm. Um, if we're going to think like that, we'll never, ever be one, mm. you know, as one in this country. So to me, I, I agree with Maya, I agree with your mm. comment, embrace it, do it. Let it go with the flow. <laughs> I knew there was coming somewhere in there. We appreciate your comments out there at Fano and uh, our feedback. Um, just just putting a disclaimer in there. Our feedback is is not a personal attack on anyone's um, anyone's uh, personal views and opinions. Kia kahara, kia koto. Koto tātou reo, kaua tātou e mauhere i tō tātou reo. For me, it's not so much a restriction on on um, you know, if we're restricting people's use of te reo Māori and the learning of te ao Māori and our various taonga, um, I think the bigger risk is that they then learn uh, partially and a little knowledge at, at times more or less is just um, not safe. Not safe for our taonga, not safe for the learner, not safe for their kaiako either, not, just not safe in general at te whānau. So we're going we're gonna, to uh, hau maru maru that uh, whakaaro. Tukuna tō tātou reo kia rere, tukuna o tātou taonga kia whāngai ngia ki te hunga e mākoko ana ki nei taonga uh, e hiakai ana ki nei taonga uh, i te mea uh, ko rātou nga ringa ringa nga waiwai o uh, te mātauranga i tikina i te wai a tānei a tāwhaki ka whāngai mai ki o tātou tipuna um, The repositories of our language <laughs> <laughs> and the various tonga associated with our language and, and our, our Māori lie in the hands of those um, who are keen to take it up. There are too few of our people, our Māori people, there are too few in our nation of Aotearoa that are actually enthusiastically trying to hold on to te reo Māori and the various taonga associated with te reo Māori and the language. We have an opportunity to teach them right in terms of how to look after our reo, how to look after our taonga, I, th- I say take up the opportunity. Kia kahara, kia tātou. Oi oi te pō, oi oi te ao, tēnei tō ara, a tukitukia, ka oi oi atua nō, kia koutou. Kia ora koutou.